and welcome to Drunk Movie Bingo. I am your host, Rick. With me today, I've got the whole gang, everybody. Let's hear a round of applause for Alex. Hey, it's me, everybody. I hope you're clapping. You said applause. Are you clapping? Okay. We also have Rich. Hey, I'm Richard. And don't clap if you're in the car. Keep your hands on the wheel, please. Now put your hand back on the wheel. If you were clapping anyway, we know you're rebellious. And give another round of applause for Giancarlo hey, with your hands on the wheel. Hey, it was happening great. And we've also got <laughs> the damsel herself, the best. With the rest, it's Dree. Hey! All right. Well, that's quite a put down. So we got a real spooky episode for you guys today. What are we watching there, Alex? We are watching the 1988 classic, The Blob. Ooh, blob. Not that 1950s blob. Nuh-uh. No, sir. Start clapping, even if you're in a car. Yeah. <laughs> if you're a bus driver, clap twice as long. Yeah. If you're if you're a, a plane pilot, uh, definitely clap five times as long, and then uh, fucking uh, land the plane on, on the ocean. <laughs> Some of our uh, dimmer viewers might be wondering, why are they watching The Blob today? Well, look at your calendar, silly. It's Halloween. It's Halloween, you dummy. It's freaking Halloween. Hey, wake up. Where have you been? Where's your Jared Leto Joker costume? Knowing us, it could be released in November of 2018. And if you're listening in November of 2018, I hope you had a great Halloween. Uh, <laughs> hope you're still alive. An iPhone 8. How's, how's the future? Yeah, listener. Fuck you. Hey, how are the new iPhones? Did they bring back the, the Oxports? Hey, did... Did, did Let us know. Hey, email us. Who, who's president? Can you guys, can you guys send emails back to 2016 in Donald 2018? Glover. Donald Glover is president? Yeah. Whoa. First oh Mandela, my God. then president. I didn't even think that many people would write him in, but you know what? That movement started getting going, dude. Yeah, yeah. when you search online, you can see pictures of him dressed as the president. Wow. Wow, crazy how much he looks like Childish Gambino. <laughs> Let me tell you something, guys. Donald Glover does not wear gloves. <laughs> False advertising. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna sue actually. Yeah, we don't have to worry about the audience keeping their hands on the wheel because they already stopped listening. Yeah. Mm, now their hands are on their ears trying to block out the sound of this podcast. Well, they purposely at this point drove themselves into a wall, so their hands are literally everywhere. They're tuning Happy their... Halloween, everyone. <laughs> Happy Halloween. That's the horror of drunk movie bingo. Woo! <laughs> Ooh, spooky. Whoa! Now, if you're just tuning in to our AMFM radio station, <laughs> I thanks implore, for tuning in. First of all, I implore you do not change the station because it is known that on Halloween bad things happen to good people, such as the people of the blob. Now, what the fuck goes on in this movie? <clears throat> so, um, basically, there was a very popular movie made by John Carpenter called The Thing. It actually wasn't popular; it was a total bomb in the box office. <laughs> But they decided to make um, a remake of The Blob, which is kind of similar to The Thing. It's about like an amorphous, more abstract uh, movie monster that just goes around and just um, destroys things. It just sort of sucks them up into the gooey center of a <laughs> delicious blob. It does problems. It, it just it fucks things up. Wait, wait, wait. So The Blob is a remake of The Thing? No, 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 no. It's a remake of a previous movie called The Blob in the 1950s, but I'm just saying it yeah. has parallels with The Thing, which was also oh, okay. a, an 80s remake of a 1950s film. All right, all right. So maybe we should cover The Thing first. So Hell yeah. I gotta <laughs> say, <laughs> The Thing is a very ambiguous title, and I can see how marketing that movie is fucking impossible. <clears throat> but The Blob can't get any more specific. <laughs> <laughs> I mean... What is a blob, though? Yeah, like an amorphous shape. Oh, like how many, like day to day, how many amorphous shapes do you just encounter? And your your boogers. What's who's the guy? Yeah, no, true. my boogers are got very shapely boogers. Let it, me tell you, <laughs> <laughs> geometric boogers. <laughs> who's the guy who directed the uh, the Bowling for Columbia movie? Um, Michael Moore. Michael Moore. Yeah, he's the blob. <laughs> oh, <laughs> take that, Michael. God, we're listening. That's him. All right, so. Uh, Let's get into the spaces that we offer this movie. Actually, hold on. I, yeah, I what, that what one, are we doing I, here? I, I, Hold on a second. <laughs> hold on a second. I know I was the one leading into this, but I'm about to step it back for a second. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, the way we stumbled upon this movie was just last week, Dree and I were hanging out at the crib, just chilling. We bought ourselves a new uh, digital TV antenna, and we were just flipping through channels, you know, just like the old days. Watching public access. What the fuck? Watching public access, access movies, movies on, on the... the... Movies, movies exclamation, exclamation point, point channel. channel 
Get out of here. Wow. Oh my yeah, god. Get out of town, guys. Wow. wow, you guys are really in sync. So Holy shit. For for, for our really... listeners, also unknown you got listeners, fun. uh uh <laughs> our, my two friends here are an item. <laughs> <laughs> so we saw about three minutes of this movie and four commercial breaks. <laughs> yep. And it looked really fun. We saw uh I mean I don't want to spoil anything no, for no you guys, spoilers. but there's a sink. There's chunks. That's all I'm gonna leave it at. They should really retitle this movie "The Chunks" because there's a lot of them. <laughs> the chunks in the sink. Also, uh, disclaimer: I have seen this movie. I think I don't know to what extent because I was very young. I should not have been watching it, and my parents were there, and they're like, "Hey, check out this movie. It's called The Blob." <laughs> and then, uh, oof. Oh man, it's rough. I have I, like I saw the trailer. I was like, "Yeah, I remember that. That was horrific." Um, but yeah, if I remember correctly, this movie has some really awesome practical effects going on. It actually looks like a really, really good movie. Alex, if I may ask, how did you hap- how did your parents happen upon this movie? Was this like a wide release? It, it feels like yeah. a straight to DVD. Well, I wasn't around. born in 1988, so I can't <laughs> tell you exactly. No, um, you, I so think... you didn't see this in theaters. <laughs> no, no. But um, but, uh, basically, like it was one of those situations where like. I think it might have been on TV. It might have been playing on, uh, you know, PBS or whatever. No, they don't play it on there. <laughs> FX has the movies. You'd but, be surprised. <laughs> but um, basically, it was just playing on TV, and my dad's like, "Oh, the blob! Yeah, I remember this movie. It's pretty cool. It's about a blob kills people." And then, like, he just <laughs> left it on, and as we all just committed to watching it, and like, that's why I think I might have seen it in Spanish. Actually, it might have played in Telemundo. So it was like, "Ay, mira, cuidado! I said blob." No! I know, coño, el blob. I gotta say, though, there's like a certain concentration you have to have with all those tin canny, like, translated films. So I'm sure when you were oh, a kid, yeah. you were like trying to understand mm-hmm. the language and like absorbing it to an extent yeah. where like, <laughs> I couldn't have been more than like 11 years old at the time. <laughs> and like at that point already, Spanish was becoming almost my second language at that point because of school and stuff. So yeah, that, like I did not. I just knew that there was a blob and he was just spilling all over the ground, just making a mess. Ten cuidado, mira. It's a blob. Ay, coño, limpia piso, coge el Have you guys ever had to watch a uh, a movie redubbed in Spanish where they just talk over, like, they don't match the flaps? It's just... No, they don't bother. Um, no, a lot of them don't. Well, I mean, you can't really do that with anything live action. <laughs> Unless you see moving lips on, like, Sylvester Stallone for no goddamn reason. But uh, I've been through the experience. I can't remember what movie. Probably, like, a kid's movie, like a Toy Story or something. Where it's on it's on the uh, TV. And I have to remember what a TV was. <laughs> it's on the TV. And you're really fucking excited to watch this movie, but it's in Spanish. And, mm. and you're just having a real tough time keeping up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's really weird, and they don't always find a proper voice actor to match the actors on screen. Like Arnold Schwarzenegger and like the Spanish dub of like Terminator Two will sound like me for some reason. They're like, hey, it's me, it's the Terminator. Hey, everybody, let's go have some fun and time travel. And be like, what the fuck? Why does he sound like that? Hold on, you couldn't find a more masculine guy that speaks Spanish. The worst is like uh, any comedic scene. All humor is oh, lost no. when it's translated. And uh, I, I, I'm sorry, but I just disagree because it's even funnier when you can't make sense of what's going on. They just very badly dubbed over what was probably not an entirely funny comedic scene in the first place. So, if you were to take Monty Python and Holy Grail and t- convert it to Spanish, it would just be a terrible, terrible story about. <laughs> <laughs> Just a very historically inaccurate portrayal of the times. What is wrong with these people? If you watched Life of Brian, you'd be like, wow, it's like someone really fucked up the Passion of the Christ. (laughs) Mel Gibson, what did you do? (laughs) All right, speaking of Mel Gibson, let's get into the bingo spaces. So, so, I'm sure you guys have... What do we do here, though? What's our show? What's the game? So, I'm sure you guys have heard of the game Bingo before. It's pretty popular in the retirement homes. Ask Grandma. Uh, Basically, we've got a list of predictions that we've made for this movie ahead of time, and we've scattered them randomly across our bingo cards. Each of us takes our free space from Bingo and puts our own personal touch on it, so it's our own personal prediction. It could be something difficult, it could be something really easy, but it's ours. Just ask Grandma. So, what we're supposed to do is hopefully these things will happen in the movie and we get to drink to them. If we get an entire bingo, we get to finish our drink and that'll be a really great thing for us because we get to drink. 
So let's get into our bingo spaces. What, what are some of the things we got over here? Do you want to go over free spaces? I can tell you my free space. All right, let's start with our free spaces. Okay. Let's go. Uh, my free space is the blob cheats by hiding inside of some other liquid. Uh, I mean, like, that, that's kind of, that kind of sucks for somebody being, like, all liquid is off the table now because the blob exists in your town. Be like, oh, I'm really thirsty. Let me get a cup of water. Oh, no, there's the blob hiding in there. <laughs> Fuck. Is that a jug of Hawaiian punch or is that just a jug of shitty blob? Is this Pepto-Bismol for real right now or is this the blob? It's like playing King's Cup and you have to take out the green man, but you have to take out the blob each time. You just have to find the... You have to get like a strainer and hope that all the viscous bits of the blob stay through the strainer so you can drink some water. What a shitty town. What the fuck, the blob? (laughs) What what do you got for your free space, Rich? Oh, I wonder if we could add the sound effect in. Uh, during the editing process so people know what the hell I'm talking about. But in the trailer, I'm not sure, was it two or three times three that we heard that sound? Three. There's three, three times yeah. three. Where in the trailer, you, you see the, the, the blob uh, meteor thingy just like land and crash down and you have that the, the famous stock sound effect of that explosion sound going... Uh, dubbed in right now. Yeah, dub that <laughs> in. Please edit that in. Please do it. Our editor. Uh, dear engineer Rick, uh, do, do your job. All right. Engineer Rick is just regular Rick, but with some nice goggles on his forehead. <laughs> and, uh, and a hat. Not to be mistaken with Aviator Rick. <laughs> That's when I like to go out flying, take pictures of people. All right, so what about my free space? Hazmat suits are no match for the blob. So no, look, sir. I already know that it's going to be the main character that takes this blobber down, all right? <laughs> so there's going to be a lot of scientists trying to figure out, like, what do we do with the blob? I don't know, but it's probably contagious, so let's wear hazmat suits. It's not going to do shit, buddy. It's not going to do shit. Oh You're going to die. I, want I there saw to be, you. I want there to be You're a dead. moment in the movie where, like, uh, one of the dudes in the hazmat suits gets their hazmat suit filled up with the blob. Like, you see, like, the little, uh, like, the like the eye slot in the hazmat suit just, like, slowly fill up with blob. Oh, and then he just falls. Oh, my God. And you know how hazmat suits get when they're fully filled up? Like, if somebody, like, fills it up with air, like, it just looks really goofy and fat. Yeah. That would be lovely. Just the, a nice the blob, comedic scene. The blob going along its visor would be, like, a blob loading bar. <laughs> All right. Uh, my free space is the blob has a keen interest in executing the perfect spook. <laughs> All right. This trailer shows us that the blob is scaring the shit out of people. But some of the ways that it's like from the blob's perspective, it's like a slapstick routine of how he like got to scare these people. At one point, we see him like moving and shaking around in like a person's head, and like it looks like a possession all out. Uh, I'm really expecting him to do some impractical shit that scares the dicks out of people. He he really seems like he likes to switch it up, like for every victim. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's just a good old prankster. When you're eating your sandwich, and you reach for the jar of mayonnaise as you do, <laughs> and you go, <laughs> "That's not mayonnaise." Uh, it's just a prank, bro. Is what the blob says. Yeah. Anyway, Drew, what's your free space? Hey, check it out. Um, my free space is definitely uh, some weird sexual tension between the blob and just like another item. Because, like, <laughs> item is in like it could be a person or like a thing or just like a way that it enters. Oh my god! Like, a little the blob meets or... a bathtub that it finds really fucking hot. Yeah. <laughs> now fuck that. The blob meets flubber. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. OTP. Oh yeah. Aw, that's cute. But uh, that's in a different universe, in a different canon. This yeah. is the blob that we're talking about. Maybe and, it'll um, maybe maybe it'll be like like the Evil Dead tree group thing. Cool. But but like the lady's gonna like it. She's gonna be like, ooh, blobby. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Alright, so what are our other free uh, not free spaces, what are our bingo spaces for today? What, what are some more favorite ones? You wanna just uh, sound them off? Fake blob science. Man, there was plenty of that in the trailer already. I'm so excited for fake blob science. The blob is growing geometrically! Mm-hmm. Just like everything, you asshole. <laughs> the, the trailer we watched for this movie featured uh, prominent Windows Movie Maker logos and text. <laughs> that was the first thing that sold me on this movie. The second thing was the scientist shouting, The blob is growing geometrically! It's amazing! That, that <laughs> phrase has never meant less! Yeah. <laughs> Um, the blob preaches abstinence. <laughs> Alright, we know the typical slasher routine of, like, uh, if you're having sex in a horror movie, you're gonna be the one that gets, uh, you know, cut up into chunks. I, it's weird, because, uh, 
you can kind of see like a like a person doing that, like a slasher uh, movie guy, but just like a blob that doesn't understand Earth or human concepts, just like decides to just like go to some dudes that are trying to have sex and just like fuck their shit up. Maybe he's just trying to get in there. Maybe he's not even trying to kill him. He just doesn't know any other way. The blob is very sexually powered. He's a very sexually charged. Like, just look at him. Sexually charged blob. <laughs> it's very phallic. You're going to see a lot of phallic blob Phallic forms. blobs in your face. Oh yeah. Well, maybe not in my face. <laughs> Unfortunately. Hey, what about the blob hides in plain sight? Ooh, it would yeah. just be like, you know, like in a camouflage. <laughs> Just poured in a cup. Just in and, a like, cup. Camouflage next to some like uh, garbage bags or like. Is this a candle? Trash. No, it's a blob. Ah, and then it'll attack. Maybe so, it's hiding in your in your, your local jar of mayonnaise. Maybe exactly. the, maybe the blob just exists in our real world now as it is. He just hangs out on like the fucking countertops of bars and makes shit real sticky on there. <laughs> we don't know. The blob's just a real asshole to us. <laughs> I got a couple for you guys. What a nice, innocent, and quaint American town. Oh, so nice. Nothing could ever go wrong in this nice, small, quaint American town. It really is just a little piece of paradise. Yeah. The boys and the girls kiss. Dad drinks his cigarettes. (laughs) (laughs) You knew that was one coming out, didn't you? Oh, that was a short list. It really fucked up real quick. There's a diner, somebody eats a whole pancake raw with their fucking mouth. And, uh, with the mouth. and a dog just fucking rips a shoe off a person's foot. And I got another one for you now. So, it's a pretty innocent and quaint American town, but then all of a sudden, it gets really foggy in there. Ooh. <laughs> Why is it that every time a monster comes to town, he has to turn on the fog machine? Yeah, it's- we get it, you vape. <laughs> oh yeah, that brings us our next entry, the blob vapes. <laughs> it's a bit ahead of its time, but still a great moment nonetheless. Is that a real entry? Yo, yeah, we've got some extra spaces. Yo, have you ever seen the flavor that he vapes? Uh, okay. Yeah, have you ever the, seen? I think he likes the cherry. Have you ever seen vape juice being made? Come on, what do you think that is? Blob. <laughs> Wait, this isn't my vape juice. <laughs> All right, guys. Uh, help me out with this one. I wrote this one down, but help me shape this one. I don't remember what I meant when I wrote this one. The Blob seeks Oscar consideration. I have what sort no of, idea. What sort of performance can I expect from the Blob in this movie? Um, maybe like like a way that the camera zooms in on it or something. Kind of like gives an expression to the mm. Blob that gives if we, you sympathy for it or something. Yeah, if we had to sympathize <laughs> with the Blob. Yeah. I think the Blob monologue... Yeah, the, really about his father. the whole mom, yeah, where he just talks about his dad right before he kills somebody, like, like just tragic moment where, like, you know, like the the victim feels sympathy for him because you know, like he was just like he, he had a single dad and he would like just be really rough on him, like he was at work all the time. That's why he fled to Earth and he's like, "Fuck you, dad, I'm done with our blob planet." That's Fuck com- you, dad, I'm a growing geometric boy. <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, no, definitely. No, I don't know what you actually meant by this face. I have I, no I, idea. I, that's pretty close. Yeah, okay, good. Blob monologues. I'm imagining some sort of like sympathy like arc for the blob. Or at least like someone to like have a really dramatic storyline. Don't out. kill the blob! He <laughs> doesn't know any friend. better! The, bro- the blob is my lover. Better <laughs> like keep the blob alive. That's my slime girl. Save our blobs. <laughs> Love it's gonna matter. be the same girl that got fucked by the blob <laughs> that's gonna be protecting you. Oh. oh man, this is gross. Well, anyway, uh, let's see. Someone vi- grabs a bit of icky sticky blob goo. Oh yeah, somebody's gonna put it on their hand and be like, "What's, What's this? this? Ew, yep, yeah." And then they're gonna get it. And then the blob's gonna be like, "Hey, that's part of me. Let go," and then just kill him. All right, everybody. Looks like it's time for us to start watching this blobby piece of blob. Now, let me tell you something. It's time to get blobby. Oh, yeah. Blob me up. Was that the best closing to the intro you've ever heard or what, fellas? (laughs) Call me Blobby Brown because I'm about to watch this shit. (laughs) (laughs) All right, guys. Blob out. Blob out. Blob Blob. Blob out with your blob out. Sir Blob, please fuck us up. Blob Blart. Blob Blart. Blob Blart. Blob Blart. Blob Blart. Blob Blobby's world. Blob. Blobby Hill, a boy and his blob. blob. Damn it, Blobby. If it had a mind, you could reason with it. If it had a face, you could look it in the eye. 
if it had a body, you could it. Welcome back, everybody. Hey! Woo-hoo-hoo-hoo. Loud noises. I'm right loud, loud, loud noises. I am all blobbed out. Let me tell you guys. We got blobbed up, dude. I'm, uh, I'm completely ripped right now. <laughs> guys, Where do we start? We sound like some very sleepy drunks right now. I don't know why. Because I, I'm not that tired. Oh, well, I, I might be. That's not the point. <laughs> Don't lie to the audience. I'm, 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 I'm not that tired. I'm not, I ain't no drunk. <laughs> but you know who doesn't sleep? The blob doesn't sleep. Mm-hmm. For anybody. No rest Nobody. For, no rest no. for the blob. Casey Alpha. <laughs> Surprisingly, one of the... A very... A very... I wouldn't say one of the best. That's, that's exaggerating, honestly. This is a very good horror movie like for the practical yeah. effects that it introduced and you know for carrying the story along which wasn't necessarily the best but it was plenty plenty entertaining yeah this movie yeah. really carried itself on its practical effects it's a shame i think the reason why we sort of like sort of feel a little bit sleepier right now is because the latter half of the movie doesn't contain as many cool practical effects as the first half does mm-hmm. um whereas like the first half like has like a very tiny blob like sort of like infecting people and wrapping itself around people in really interesting ways the latter half has some really bad green screen, uh, big blob just like floating around people very slowly moving towards them and stuff. A Still a it, really good movie though. A lot of it was pyrotechnics and explosions too, where it's just here, kaboom, kaboom. This is the big thing to catch your eye when the beginning parts were a lot more interesting and unique. Mm-hmm. Um, the movie itself, it's not a good movie. Mm-hmm. It's not. It's not very good at all. But it's a good bad it's movie. Hella it's hella entertaining. Bad. It's yeah. very entertaining, and then yeah. you're like, "Ooh, I want to see a blob bit. Oh, is that part gonna be a blob? Oh my god, it is! Holy shit!" And then it just it keeps going from there. What are we gonna do about this blob, <laughs> <laughs> guys? Um, throw Kevin Dillon at it. Oh man, and Kevin Dillon is the only one who can stop the blob. Kevin Dillon with his big old fluffy Kevin Bacon hair on his motorcycle, his just little, driving yeah. around, being his, convenient for his the little block. Kevin Bacon piggy nose. That's not Kevin Bacon's nose, but yeah. it's Kevin Dillon's nose. And guess what? They kind of look similar. So whose whose idea was that? You know, God's God. One who plays a part in Bacon, the blob. You know I'm saying these fucking movies glorify the rebellious character. Make him the only person that can really see through the blob menace. Only a delinquent who has been to jury duty. I'm not. Yeah. You know, a delinquent who's been to juvie. He, he's the only guy that has the perspective to stop a monster like this because he is a monster. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Yeah. He's done some bad shit. We don't know exactly what he's done, but it's been bad because, like, one of the first things that we see, he ends up in a in a police car, and we're not really sure why he ends up in the police car. It's funny. He, like, keeps on showing up with the police, but we don't really get an explanation as to why, or maybe we just yelled over it, but, like, it just, like, he just ends up showing up there. Like, it's almost a given that he's going to be near the police. When I was younger, I always imagined, like, oh, this kid is the bad dude. He's, he, the cops know him because he does bad things. And then now as an adult, you're like... Wait, what does he actually do? Does he sell drugs? Did he did he did he kiss a did he kiss a twelve year old girl? What did he do? Whatever he did, did, whatever he did, it had to be at least worse than rape because this movie was cool with rape. Oh <laughs> yeah, we got a whole scene about uh, like some random Casanova in the middle of a makeout peak uh, with some girl. <laughs> makeout peak, hanky panky point, hanky panky point. <laughs> Uh, mixing drinks in the back of his amazing exhibit Pimp My Ride. <laughs> his wine cooler slash high-end bar slash trunk. Trunk. <laughs> uh, mixing drinks and then going back to uh, proceeding to non-consensually grope a girl that's passed out. Uh, to his uh, surprise, the blob had a uh, another plan for him. Mm-hmm. The blob was being a boob. <laughs> in other words. Being a big old bloob. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. So guys, let's... Uh... I mean, let's tally the bingos here because we had a pretty good run this match. All this right. match. This, this match. match. Whoa! Yeah. Hey, wait for the next match. Yep. <laughs> a platinum at a drum movie bingo. All right, I'm gonna I'm gonna start it off. I got one, two, three, four, five, six, seven bingos on my own. Ooh, well, I got some for you. Hot Wheels. Yep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I got eight bingos. 
games. Eight bingos? Yeah. That's one more than the bingos I got. Yeah, exactly. Wow. I, I also have eight bingos. Wow, so everyone's just one-upping me, huh? <laughs> why are you, Rich? No, I got six bingos. Okay. Well, I, at least I get to one-up somebody. Do you know why I only got six bingos? Why is that, Richard? Rich? Because I didn't get my, my uh, explosion sound effect I wanted. That, this yeah. this sound effect. That one. That you just Did you heard. edit it in? Hey, Rick, I can't Engineer believe they Rick. didn't include that sound effect. This one, for reference, in yeah. the movie. They purposely snuck it into the trailer three times and then decided, you know, we don't need this in the actual film. Hey, wait, they snuck in what sound? Oh, that one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember yeah. that one. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's the one. Yeah. Um, I really yeah. hope we don't yeah. edit it at all. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just very long silence. Yeah. I hope Engineer Rick just forgets about it entirely and just fucking does yeah. nothing. Hey, look, how much, look how much louder Alex's voice is compared to the explosion. Listen to the yeah, explosion. Yeah, hey, audience, check out them wavelengths. Look. See how much louder you are? It's amazing. Oh, my God. And just one more time. This is the explosion. And this is Alex. Quite a difference, guys. You know what I'm saying? We gotta. Wait, run that by me again, Alex? We really. We no, really sorry, I only got one for episode. For episode. <laughs> sorry. You used it up. <laughs> we gotta edit this whole part out, Jesus. <laughs> no, we can't. No, this is the content. Out. It's gonna be great for editing in this sound. Okay. And then Alex screaming, we could just re edit it from the time he did it. <laughs> Make sure to include that in every episode from now on. That's yeah. gold. Watch out for this sound. Just replace the whole episode with that sound. <laughs> so the blob. Mm -mm. No, this sound. <laughs> okay, guys, we can't record the whole podcast in post. <laughs> poor, poor engineer Rick is really going to have a hard time Ooh, with this episode. His computer's just filling up with steam. Oh and this God. explosion sound. Mr. Foggy. Oh, my God. Mr. Foggy, please, his, no more explosion. Mr. Foggy. Mr. Foggy, it's too much explosion. Por favor, Mr. Foggy, no. <laughs> All right, guys, so here's the deal. None of us got more than eight bingos, so you know what that means. That means that we had a few slip away from us. It's time for the one that got away. For me, the one that got away was the blob bus sound, which this sound, which wasn't heard during the movie. And you know what else we didn't get? The name drop. Nobody <laughs> the name called... which sound The name, which sounds like this. <laughs> the, the blob. blob. Nobody, nobody name dropped the blob. Nobody, I'm just like, what's that blob? I don't know what that is. Nobody refers to it as a blob, which I guess is a sign of how embarrassed they were that they named their movie the blob. The closest we get is, and I've got this off of uh, Dree's bingo card. Unfortunately, Dree could not join us for the post recording. She was uh, a little indisposed. She's a little ribbed right oh, now. Boy. She's a little ribbed right now. Oh God. We need to talk she, about ribbed. We got, we got on her paper right here. We got hashtag must be blobbed up. And I believe this happens when someone is complaining about the clogged sink, the blob sink. No, he said it must be blocked up. Yeah, so that's the issue there. He didn't say blobbed, he said blocked. He didn't really say it, but... But we like to think that he said blobbed. Yeah, and that's that, that's heard. the closest we got to a name drop. But you know what? It wasn't good enough. And so, that was one that got away. Now, what else got away? Someone, someone screams prematurely. Wow, someone jumps the gun on me speaking, more like. Ooh. Unfortunately, that one didn't get away. So tell us about it. Well, now I don't want to because I feel like I interrupted you. And you should feel bad. All right, someone screams prematurely. <laughs> no one screamed prematurely. Everyone screamed, frankly, a little bit too late. Yeah, they, they, were, they were extremely clueless. People would look around for the blob, fully aware that something was wrong, and then just... Completely, like, it, it was... They kind of, like, stared there. at it for, like, a couple seconds. They are like, oh... <laughs> the blind spot. It was always in the blind spot, yeah. I guess. I guess that's the... It was always Sandra Bullock, the blind side. And, of course, yeah. they wouldn't know any better. They're just they're just members of a small, innocuous, innocent, small town. Quaint small town. Where everyone knows each other and news travels quickly. Where everybody drinks their cigarettes and fucking eats up their fucking tobacco smoke and just fucking eats a whole bunch of goddamn shit. Delicious. What where were the where did this movie take place though? A uh, small quaint American innocent town. Yeah. What did it any, did it get any more specific? That was like Minnesota. I'm gonna I'm gonna yeah. I'm gonna bargain it was Illinois. Yeah. I'm I'm really feeling Illinois Midwest. for this movie. Took place uh, inside the Stranger Things. 
TV set. Oh. Somewhere where uh, high school football is is a big driver in the community. Oh, like Miami Beach? Yeah, maybe Ooh. like Miami Beach. It could have been at Flamingo Park in Miami Beach. Yeah. Uh, you know. Careful, you're going to date this episode. Case. We're going to date this episode October Ooh, uh, 28, 2016. Because this episode's a cutie. I can't wait to date it. Uh, we might edit that out in case Halloween comes by and we haven't finished this episode yet. Anyway. <laughs> I haven't finished it. Like we're not done recording in the next no. couple of days. Let's, we're still here slaving away at it. Let's keep talking about how we're making a podcast so Rick has more to edit. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> engineer Rick. Oh my god, he has to throw more coal into the computer to get it running faster. It's so rough. <laughs> so I think those are the ones that got away. You know, people didn't scream prematurely enough. There was no name drop. They didn't put in that explosion sound. You know, this one. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not gonna edit that one out. I'm sorry. I mean, engineer Rick's not gonna edit that one out. Yeah. Uh, but you know what? For all the ones we didn't get, which was like two or three, we got a couple of pretty insane critical hits. Critical mm-hmm. hits. Would someone like to talk about the critical hits that we got? The critical hit that wasn't a space was. Let me tell you something. Let me tell you about the scene in the movie where. It was the kid who was mixing the drinks that was trying to fill up the girl, right? Where he went to the CVS to get some condoms. Ripped kid. Yeah, the ripped kid. And then the, the pharmacist asks him, like, oh, do you want regular or ribbed? And he's like, I'm taking ribbed. <laughs> <laughs> Which, okay, what pharmacist, like, fucking throws that question out there? Yeah, for real. Oh my god. He's a what? pharmacist that Like, yo, how do you sex? want? Let's be honest. Yeah. Do you want small, medium, or large? You know, we want small. <laughs> <laughs> what you play me as and then later on when the other more handsome kid who you think is going to be the main character visits his uh, lady friend's house and then here come meet my dad and then you go to the room this that that father's face is obscured by a newspaper and then who else is it it's the pharmacist who got uh who saw the the kid buy a big old condom a, yeah he's reading his newspaper thing. Brings it down, looks at the kid. Ribbed. 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 I I wanted to point out here that, like, they they introduced that scene for no reason. It's like, this kid's just about to go out on a date with his girl, and that's what actually carries the movie along. But she's like, no, wait a second. I want to introduce this small minor conflict that's not going to come up again ever in Mm -hmm. the movie. The, the, meet the, dead. The, the, fu- the writers of the film thought this was such a fucking hilarious gag Ribbed. that they had to include it even if they had no consequence to the story. They're like, this is gonna... Ribbed? That's the new, that's the new shit. That's ribbed. the new joke that everybody's gonna think about is yeah. ribbed. <laughs> Guys, I have an idea. They're called memes. And the first one's gonna be ribbed. <laughs> hey, it's 1988. Alright, we got a new idea. It's called memes. And here's the first one. Ribbed. That's exactly what I just said. I know. I'm sorry. I thought I had some other content. (laughs) Mr. T ate right my ribs. (laughs) Guys, critical hits. The fucking blob preaches abstinence. Oh my goodness. What's the other one? The blob interrupts teen romance. Oh well, my one God. of those was not romance. One of those was fucking rape. And I'm glad that he preached abstinence at that point. But What's yeah, there was without a little rape teaches the blob, not me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, disclaimer: We we are not uh, we're not to determine what you believe in. Don't don't believe us. <laughs> well said. Well said. We're not rapists. I'm drinking. I, I don't rape. No. There's like at least three scenes where the blob just straight up interrupts people in various states of romance, mm-hmm. or at least okay, okay. One of those scenes was them uh, was the characters of the uh, movie watching a movie. Yeah, the very first time was when uh, you have Kevin, uh, where the, the, the sweet the, boy the blob, Kevin Dillon. Yeah, yeah, the blob gets onto the homeless man, and then he uh, he runs up to Kevin. He interrupts Kevin and him and his. The homeless man comes in with the blob on his hand, and he interrupts uh, Kevin from having sex with his motorcycle. Yeah, and then yeah. the second time is when he gives the the handsome kid and the main girl. And he just gives him a shitty date. <laughs> the the third the second the third time was when he interrupts the the rapist kid. Yeah. And then I ripped the ripped, ripped kid. kid. And honorable mention is the self referential part where they're watching the movie and there's a, yeah. a a love scene that's about to get interrupted by their their Jason analog. Mm-hmm. It's weird to have a movie like get 
almost meta. Like, it's not even entirely meta. Like, it's yeah. sort of almost like it, it picks a scene from a movie that doesn't exist where it plays on the whole, like, uh, slasher attacks a couple while they're about to have some, like, sex. But, but like, it doesn't really do anything from there. Like, it's just yeah. like a, a tongue-in-cheek kind of thing. When you're trying to be meta, at least either be, like, completely satirical or have some commentary. Yeah, it's neither. Weird. It was just there. Like, it, it was, was just, just there. normal. And it happened, like, 30 minutes after, like, the blob itself attacked a couple for trying to have sex. So it's like, what are you, what? Yeah. It wasn't like, even, like, a foreshadowing deal. It no, happened. it's like, you already did this. <laughs> yeah. Very weird. Um, but how about another one of our critical hits? I've got one for you. And I'm, I'm going to need your guys' backup on this a little bit. But Kevin Dillon is edgy. Oh. The first shot we get of Kevin <laughs> Kellen. Kellen. Kellen Divin. Kellen Divin. Kellen Divin. Kellen Divin. The first shot we get at Kellen Divin in this movie, it cuts to him standing at like a lake or maybe just a cliff and he's just fucking throwing rocks, man. Yeah. And you know, that's the first sign of a kid with a lot in his mind. An angsty kid. An edgy kid. He's wearing a leather jacket. He's wearing blue jeans. He's an 80s greaser, a late 80s greaser, and he's not afraid to show it. And he didn't make it onto the cast of Grease, so he's a little bit upset. A little bit. Also, does Kellen Divin have fucking family at all? Like, like he doesn't, like, is he just, like, does he live alone, like, on his motorcycle? Is that his only family? Yeah. Well, it seems like his family may be the cops, considering they're the only ones that seem to pick him up from anywhere. Mm-hmm. And they're just dying for him to turn 18 so they can send him to real boy jail. <laughs> Fuck. Oh, yeah. One, what, of what scenes, one of the scenes that we get, a cop is talking to me. He's like, hey, you're finally turning 18. No need to go to jury duty anymore, huh? <laughs> <laughs> That's not what it is. <laughs> no jury duty for you. No jury no, duty. Oh, thanks. Out of it, huh, thanks, pal? cop dad. Wow, I, I fucking hated jury duty. Thanks. So well, Ke- Kevin Dillon is definitely just getting in trouble to get attention from the cops because his family's not existent. Can we get some more examples of him being edgy? Yeah. So Kelvin Kelvin system measurement. Um, fucking <laughs> like he tries to motorcycle. Um, there's like a broken bridge somewhere, and he tries to fucking speed his way past the gap, just do a sick jump. But then he like kind of like. Just eats it, dude. Blunders. He kind of gives up. <laughs> like, halfway there, he's, he's like... He's not ready to commit to the yeah. stunt, you know? He's not evil enough. He's just he's not ed- Like, it's a sign of him <laughs> being edgy, but not quite edgy enough. He doesn't achieve full edginess. So he immediately, like, just tries to, like, fucking do a sick turn off of his motorcycle and try to avoid it. At which point, um, the resident homeless man of the community... Uh, is watching Skippy, him. I think his name was. No, his name is the Can Man. It's literally said like the Can Man on oh, the wow. fucking credits. I was yep. just making up my name. I didn't even know the guy had a name. <laughs> what did you call him? Homemade Skippy? <laughs> homemade <laughs> Skippy. <laughs> <laughs> Your homemade homeless man. Oh. <laughs> um, fucking homeless man. Homemade Skippy. Homemade Skippy. <laughs> <laughs> homemade Skippy goes ahead. And uh, he's just watching this whole scene because I guess he just walks around the town just looking for the most entertaining shenanigans. No, not only that, he looks around town for slightly, not totally empty beer cans. He pours one out for his homies and then he goes and crushes those beer cans and throws them in his trash can. His personal trash can for beer cans. Mm-hmm, exactly, yeah. And that's basically what happens is that fucking Kelvin Dillon just goes ahead and just fucking uh, eats it and then homeless boy goes pours ahead and just... For his homie. Just pours it out for him. And then he leaves. Like, he just, like, he he pours out the can, throws the can in his garbage bag full of other cans, and then, like, just says, like, like, he doesn't say anything. He just, he gives a gesture that says, you know what I mean. And then just walks off and, like, we never see him again. Just kind of gives, like, an innocent, like, you know, gap-in-the-tooth homeless mm-hmm. person laugh. Yeah. Walks so, off with his, with his beautiful German shepherd. Yeah. Like a little, like, you know what it is. All right. <laughs> Sometimes we like to explain the plot to these movies. I think we should, at the very least, explain what the blob is. It, it's a blob. I mean, it expands at a geometric rate, so I don't <laughs> even know. It, the by the end of the movie, blob. it was over a thousand times oh, its oh. original size. Oh, that's all you need to know? Yeah. Actually, it was a thousand times. But anyway. Oh, I'm sorry. Just a thousand times. So the blob <laughs> the blob um, is revealed to be a quote-unquote germ that was uh, apparently in space. Like, the U.S. government, like, had, like, some kind of satellite in space. Yeah, it was, like, a U.S. government weapon that, like, a test subject. It was, like, they half government space. weapon, half rock with a germ on top of it. Yeah. Yeah. It's so, like, it's I don't know. Mix. It's a good mix. 
<laughs> yeah, good combo. But like, yeah, they just have like this weird gelatinous, fucked up flubber thing that they just kept in space, like gestating, I guess. Because yeah. it comes down to to like from space, like it's a meteorite. But it, but like once they like remove it from the ground entirely, it's like half satellite with a U.S. flag on it. And then you get this really realization. It's like, oh, it's man-made. Oh my god, we the government. This monster. Oh my god, like why haven't they told us what's in Area Fifty One yet? So we're green as people. Oh, we're, we're signing our own death certificates, guys. Oh my god, I'm who's going doing this? Trump. Obama is lizard man for sure now because of the block. God. It really makes you think. So the blob, for whatever reason, just uh, likes eating people. I don't know why. It's it, not really. It sometimes, it. sometimes it tears them apart into chunks. Sometimes it doesn't totally digest the person. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it seems to just do whatever it wants with humans, but it seems to have an appetite for them. Clearly, they it's very messy a, eater. They they call it a predator. So I'm assuming it's trying to find its uh, place in the food chain. And uh, I'm sorry, can I stop you there for a second? Do you think the Predator from the Predator movies is just a blob inside of like <laughs> form? Yeah, like a blob in like a full like mech suit. Every With, like dreads in a mask. Actually, yeah. every movie wow. monster ever is actually just the blob in like some kind of like outfit. Uh, the alien from Alien, actually just the blob. These guys really did cover all bases with this movie. Yeah, basically. This is a part of the whole horror uh, movie cinematic universe. Every horror movie is a spiritual sequel to The Blob. Yeah, pretty much. Steve McQueen, man. What a guy, you know? <laughs> <laughs> he was in the original Blob, just just for the record. Right. Guys, I this, guess... This sound... <laughs> <laughs> Whenever you hear this sound, <laughs> that means we just told a really great joke. <laughs> please laugh and clap. Oh yeah, God. audience, please clap. I've got one more critical hit for you guys. I've got one more critical hit for you guys. I've got several more. What's oh, up? Wow. I, Whoa, oh, hey. It seems like we got some points of contention here, too. Oh, well, Dang. Please don't. Whoa. No, but that's not how that works. I'm Everyone, that's not how that works. All right. So my last critical hit here. And this, this one was just a one-off occurrence. It's not a critical hit in the sense that it happened like five or more times in the movie. The Blob seeks Oscar consideration. This wasn't just about how many times it happened. It only happened once, but it was the style in which the Blob appeared to get his Oscar consideration. <laughs> he literally took over an entire drive through theater. Drive-in yeah. theater, my bad. Excuse me. It wasn't a drive-in <laughs> theater. It was a regular theater. What are you talking right. about? Can I get a Transformers and a, <laughs> and a Blob? Can I get a Star Trek Get the Darkness? Oh, November 1st? Okay, bye. <laughs> Star Trek Beyond. This that's a very specific joke that's utterly broken. Even with the context of our own lives. Anyway. Ribbed. This Blob... It's they're watching like a fake Jason movie, J- fake Friday the Thirteenth movie. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then suddenly the just the whole screen is pink, and then all of a sudden the whole screen is the blob. Yeah. And boy, if that's not Oscar consideration, <laughs> I don't know what is because he was clearly going for the award. Yeah, yeah. he acted she, the, it. They acted the shit out of this movie. They stole every scene they were in for sure. The blob was aiming for Academy consideration and mm-hmm. nothing more. And I don't mean the movie, I mean the blob, the actual amorphous thing. And this kind of ties in with with your free space, Giancarlo. Oh, which I was going to mention as one of my critical hits. The blob has a keen interest in executing the perfect spook. Mm -hmm. The blob's appearances, like, half of them are impractical. Like, there's no reason, or at least, like, the, the first time the blob just sneaks up on someone... It burns acid through like some oh my God, from one yes. floor to the other. It has xenomorph fucking acid blood. Just yeah. suddenly for no reason. Never show up again. Nobody cares. And but it, it does for that scene. Perfectly. It only leaves it once, just for the one guy, the homeless guy in yeah. the house. That one specific spook. After it gets off the homeless guy, it melts through the floor to fall on another character's face. Never used again. He doesn't seem to have acid mucus just laying around on the floor everywhere from now on. He just used his mucus powers for a good old surprise attack. Yeah. And boy, did it work. Ooh, he got him good. 
And my favorite of those was definitely the phone booth. Because, man, that lady getting stuck inside the phone booth and then it just, like, fills up like a water tank getting crushed and, like, the glass just shatters and all the water flows out. Mm. That was exactly what happened to that poor lady inside the phone booth after it got surrounded by blob. That was great. Yeah. It was also a really bad idea for that lady to go into a phone booth right yeah. outside of the place that she was running away from. It's one of those things that, as an audience member, you have to sort of, like, sort of figure out in your mind. Just sort of, like, consider, like, what's more important to you, like common sense in films whereas like that character should have known to like not fucking go to a phone booth right away and just ran as far away from the blob as possible but at the same time you kind of want her to stay in that phone booth because it's going to make for like one of the coolest kills in the whole movie yeah and like and it did oh my God. it did yeah but people <laughs> just didn't have reactions in this fucking movie like someone would like look down a vent and see something like rapidly approaching them and they wouldn't like like take their head out of the vent they would just scream and look at it ah! she was getting her entire fucking her phone booth covered in goo and she didn't leave out the door that was still unaffected she just screamed and cried about the fucking she tried booth. making another phone call <laughs> like yeah. somebody's gonna arrive fast enough um, for that maybe one maybe if I call the FBI about this instead they'll yeah. be faster crime stoppers <laughs> you bring up a very good point though yeah the main uh female protagonist the love interest in this movie she totally underreacts to just about everything like the first thing that happens is the the homeless man in the hospital dies and he's like they they reveal him and he's only half of half the man he used to be yeah because the blob took out his second half <laughs> his lower half you made it sound emotional. <laughs> <laughs> she gets sent away, and like all these people are dying, and she's witnessing all of it. But somehow she's just like, "Man, what's going on in this town? Like, I don't understand. I'm really stressed <laughs> out by all of this, and it just doesn't make any sense." She should yeah. be screaming at like every turn, and she should be overreacting because honestly, it makes sense to overreact in this situation. Yeah. But nobody seems to be doing it enough. If I picked up a random hobo. And I took them. I took them. <laughs> if I picked up a random hobo and I took him straight to the hospital, and then it was revealed to me that that hobo was suddenly missing his lower half, I would need years of therapy and counseling to get past that. Not, not to mention the very moment before that, where like he rolls his head over and he he's got like a little bit of like a gelatinous like second chin under his regular chin, and his yeah. eyes are just milky yeah. white. He's got a couple of little tiny baby blobs hanging on his neck there. Oh, yeah. but you know what? I'm just so stressed out by, like, everything that's going on. And it's just, like, it's really, it's such an inconvenience to me. Yeah. More than anything. <laughs> Maybe Kelvin Delvin can just go ahead and give me a kiss on the lips, then I'll feel better. Maybe, Maybe he can give me half a shitty cold tuna sandwich that this lady prepared for me. What the hell? <sighs> but Kevin Dillon is super edgy. And he's great. And frankly, we love him, and he's he saves this movie. And Great, he, my he, favorite entourage character, Kelvin Dillon. Look, you you want something for Kel, Kevin 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 Dillon being edgy? Kimbo Dillon. He 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 takes an RPG out of like some some random scientist's like backpack. I don't even know. It, yeah, it that, seemed like that, a missile holder. No, it just he had like a little sling for it. It was like his little uh, fucking RPG backpack. Yeah. Yeah. The the hazmat men. One of them just had a bazooka. You know, never. Yeah. Never know. Kevin yeah. Dillon grabs it. He's like military grade weapon. I know just what to do with this. I'm gonna throw it at this manhole cover so we can get the fuck out of here and you know of course physics works in his favor and it just explodes and the manhole cover blows up instead yeah. of you know blowing up down into the sewer where yeah. they were stuck inside of no big deal though kevin dylan's edgy he's kevin dylan explodes enough. things he likes napalm he likes grenades he sticks the middle finger out of people yeah he just jumped across the bridge and bm'd across the entire fbi <laughs> no, he, he, and he does jump that bridge at the end of the movie does, which yeah. we all wanted to see him do after seeing him fail in the beginning. Yeah. In the, yeah. yeah. All he needed was for the homeless man to fucking die a grisly death. So that he can go ahead and jump that bridge without fear of embarrassment. A lot of these things in the beginning of the movie just happen for no reason. And then later on you're like, oh, because they just wanted to foreshadow something. Yeah. But it's just forced like, hey, I'm Kevin. I'm Kevin. I, I don't have. <laughs> I, I don't, I don't oh, live anywhere. What's his name in the movie? I don't know. <laughs> I don't live anywhere. I don't have any parents or anything. I just ride my motorcycle. I love it. He's and then I'm just going to go be in this woods and jump this thing and for some reason slip 30 feet away from it and slide over it and have the homeless man laugh at me because I'm Kevin. Fucking Kelvin Dillard doesn't even have like a fucking character. He's so ephemeral. He doesn't really belong anywhere. He's just a concept of a character. Not, not to mention, yes, 
He appears in random places in the most convenient manner possible, and he's always like, he just pops in with the fucking snow machine, pops in wherever the blob happens to be so he can go and do something to develop the plot. He's just always there for for the plot development to occur. Yeah. Even if, like, you know, he was like 20 miles away in the last scene that he was in. He just makes it. He's faster than the blob is. And the blob's pretty fucking fast in this movie. Let me tell you something. This blob gets just about fucking everywhere. This blob got legs. For the most part, we were waiting for one specific space that we had and got. uh, And we need to figure out what it was. (laughs) (laughs) The blob blob takes a very long time to get anywhere. We were really expecting for that one to happen. It's a a fucking bob. It does have legs. It can't get anywhere. It's a fucking bob, dude. Yo, that blob's got a bod. (laughs) All right? Oh, my God. Blob bod. Hot blobs. I have a blob bod. Anyway, <laughs> we we were expecting this uh, blob to be extremely slow. No, mm. quite the opposite. This blob is fucking speedy speed yeah. racer, getting everywhere at the fucking speed of light. Do you think of all the ways in which a movie called The Blob about like an amorphous fucking jelly shit walking around and killing people would be lame? Is that, oh, what's a fucking blob? It'd be like the slowest thing imaginable, just sort of slowly drizzling over to the next victim. But no, this dude fucking sprints to the finish every time. He's kind of like Putty. He just like he fucking slings himself at something and he just gets stuck to it. And it... he's the Putty hand. He's the little fucking slinky hand. Yeah, it's a lot more frightening too because it's not like it does. It. It's a slow creeping goo that goes after you. Instead, it just shows up and goes Nyah! and then grabs you. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of it just showing up and grabbing you, when it comes through, it's gonna be making this sound. <laughs> <laughs> Goodness. Let's go over our free spaces. We haven't done that. Uh, Alright, I did mine. Alright, so my free space, I'm Rick, by the way, your host for the evening. Hazmat suits are no match for the blob. Let me tell you something. <laughs> <laughs> there was a one one, I guess, main character in a hazmat suit. I'm not sure what his name was. Let's just call him Nelson Mandela for well, now. Like that Herman. was the comparison I was drawing. <laughs> I thought his name was like Herman or something. Well, you know, his name is Herb. No, no, that's the name of the cop. The cop is named Herb. Boy. Boy. <laughs> Dang it, Blobby. <laughs> <laughs> so, it turns out that, you know, the government shows up and they were the ones that created this blob. As we've mentioned before, they sent it out into space and they brought it back and now it came back and they need to control it. And there's this one motherfucker that's like, you know what? This, this terrible menacing blob is a good thing for us. We need it for science. So let's make sure it lives. The blob gets stuck in the sewer with Kevin Dillon, uh, the female love interest, and another dude in a hazmat suit. Yeah. And they're like, you know what? We got to keep him in there. Anyone's expendable. So let's uh, close that manhole cover and park a van on top of it. The, the guy in the hazmat suit... Mm-hmm. In the sewer. I'm pretty sure he gets fucked because we don't hear about him like two seconds after, you know, they take the RPG away from him. But then on top of that, guys, I'm, I'm sorry, but I don't even entirely know what happened there. <laughs> Somehow Nelson Mandela ends up in the manhole and like the blob just explodes and like it fills oh, up his no, entire no, no. hazmat suit with blob. No, he was on the street and he's like, y'all have to get out of here because it's going to every he's contaminated. We all have to leave. And then the tentacle yeah. shoots out of the open manhole. And then pulls them in, and then all the other scientist bros are like, we're going to pour what out for you. And by pouring out, pour grenades into this manhole. Mm-hmm. And then they, they set off a whole bunch of explosions in the hole because they're petty. The movie tries to, like, uh, play off the townsfolk as, like, some, like, very gullible sort of, like, hive mentality folk that can easily be influenced. Like, with fucking Herman, uh, whatever you, like, fucking Inv- Invictus. Uh, just, like, went ahead and, like, uh, Trying to influence the people by saying that, like, oh, no, he's contaminated. We have to do something about him. Try to, like, turn the whole town against fucking Kelvin Delvin. Like, that doesn't really do anything. And it does the same thing with, like, religion later on in the movie, near the end. And it's just sort of, like, the townsfolk don't really factor into this movie the way that it wants them to. Like, it doesn't amount to anything. Like, almost immediately, Herman Hess just immediately just gets fucking crushed and he just fucking falls into the goddamn manhole. Yeah. Poor Nelson, dude. You know what? He didn't really deserve it. All he was was a man who created this terrible being that kills a lot of people. Yeah, and didn't care that the people died. Are we all guilty of that? Yeah. Exactly. We all that at some point in time. Come on. If you're a parent, you know what we mean. Richard, why don't you tell us about your free space? 
How did it go? Oh, my free space? Well, I was really looking forward to the sound. <laughs> but the sound didn't appear in the movie at all. I don't uh, think I'm anyway. I'm sorry, what was the sound? This sound. It, oh, okay. Never. It, it could have happened during any of the portions of the explosions, but I wasn't quite paying attention for the sound anymore because I was too impressed with the movie. But maybe they did have that sound. You're being vocal. It, they honestly they did didn't it. really seem to have that sound. This no. sound. No, this episode's going to be really annoying. This, <laughs> this joke sucks. <laughs> Hope What's you guys that? are enjoying that joke about God. That, this that gag sound. must be good around the fucking 150th <laughs> time we've done it. Yeah, that Transformers episode was way better than this one. I can't wait for it to come out. <laughs> 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 oh, guys, the, the fact is, you're not supposed to be listening for continuity errors in this podcast because it's a podcast. But it if doesn't you know this anything. It doesn't friggin' matter. We recorded that Transformers episode like <laughs> weeks ago. No, we're fucking mementoing this shit. Doesn't matter. The order doesn't matter. No rules. Who's we'll, lying? We'll release anyway? this episode in black and white so you understand which order to read it. <laughs> yeah. Hey, Guy Pierce, we got you. <laughs> it's okay. And man, Guy Pierce was fantastic in this movie. The Count yeah. of Monte Cristo is really one of my favorites. Is he in that? He is in the Count of Monte Cristo. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, how about my free space? The Blob. Cheat. Wait. Oh fuck! I can't read this song. The blob cheats by hiding inside of some other liquid. Did you have trouble remembering to fill that one out, considering you couldn't read it? No, 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 no. I filled it out. I mean, the reason why I can't like read it right now is because I was able to fill it out so goddamn well. Because the blob just loves hiding in other liquids. He loves just like dipping into a big old puddle of water, and they'd be like, "Where's the blob?" Oh, he's in the water. You couldn't see him because he was in the water. It's like, that's bullshit. Oh, why, why, why is my sink clogged? Why, why is the sink clogged? Let me reach down. Oh, that oh, was one of the oh f- it's all blobby in here. What's up <laughs> with that? Oh, no! <laughs> Damn it, blobby. And then a whole human being just fits through a tiny little fucking sink pipe. Yeah. The blob defies reality itself. Bends my reality. God. Mm-hmm. My other favorite scene in the movie is when the, the fencing scene at the end where he finally confronts his longtime rival who stole his life from him and then Oh, I'm thinking about Candy Money Crystal. Never mind. <laughs> yeah, Guy Pierce really just gets stuck in your head after yeah. you start thinking he about can't. him. You know? I yeah. always mix these two movies together. I don't know why. Does anybody else have trouble like stopping to think about uh, Guy Pierce? Like, do you guys have trouble just stopping that? Like, like I feel like there's like a constant outpouring in my brain of Guy Pierce, just always. I'll be honest. I only know him in two movies, but those two movies are constantly on my do mind. Do you ever, do you ever just think about like old man Guy Pearce and Prometheus and how fucking old and wrinkly he is, and just fucking like, just like your brain just focuses on those fucking deep ass fucking canyons that are his wrinkles on his face during Prometheus? Do you guys think that old man Prometheus Guy Pearce is hotter than regular Guy Pearce? Uh, please comment below saying, uh, if, if you prefer old man, wrinkly, Prometheus guy Pierce, just, uh, send, uh, just send, send a text pruning to, uh, 55855, and if you prefer young, supple guy Pierce, <laughs> send, send the text tot, T-A-U-T, tot, to 55855. Also, be sure to tweet your choice with the hashtag uh, hottest guy Pierce. We definitely want Guy Pierce to know about this, and the best way to do it is through Twitter because Hot Guy Pierce is on Twitter. Yeah. Well, do, do you guys don't try to Vine him? That's not gonna work. Yeah. <laughs> Vine doesn't exist anymore. Hey, it's Halloween, dude. You yeah. probably read the news. That's the scariest story of fucking Halloween times. Ooh. Is that Vine is gone? What a spook! I hope they. Maybe they're going to replace it with something more pumpkin-related. Squash. Welcome to Pumpkin Spice, where we have exactly seven-second videos to show you. All with an orange sepia filter. <laughs> you can record anything you want in 4K, but it has to be looking through like an orange piece of DVD. <laughs> All right. So, um, what did we drink tonight? We got quite a creepy cornucopia here of drinks. All right. So let's let's start with the most alcohol percentage. Uh, I guess we started with a little liquor we like to call Publix imitation. No, it's not. We extract. like to call it's what it's actually called. We hey, did not do the well, copyright. We also like to call it by what it's regularly named because we we like to follow the rules. We're good like Christian that. boys that way. It's called Jonah's Curse. You may also call it Jerry's Curse if you like Seinfeld. Yeah. 
Uh, but it is a spiced rum. It's not cracking as we usually have. Not cracking. And it's it's pretty sweet. It tastes a lot like vanilla. If you're into that, it doesn't taste a lot like spooky. It doesn't taste very much like blob. It doesn't. At all. It's not very. It's not very spicy at all. It's. It doesn't have much of a kick, honestly. It's just Publix vanilla imitation extract. Yeah. Which, if, I mean, is probably good for a lot of people who don't generally enjoy hard liquor. <laughs> if, if you want a rum and coke that tastes just like vanilla coke, it seems like Jerry's Curse is your your go-to <laughs> choice. Look at Jim, Jimmy Neutron's Curse. Get it in your local stores now. Brain Blast! Um, but we also had a whole bunch of different beers that we had available. Um, so many. What were some of your... Just Everybody just name off your favorite, I guess. Uh, excuse me. My favorite was the one I bought a six-pack of. It's called MIA Brewery Tourist Trap. It is a very high alcohol percentage content be- percentage content beer, and it's also like the price of a regular six pack. So how can you argue with results? Yeah, well, let's be honest, guys. Wake up, sheep. And also, it's Halloween, guys. Tourist trap, Halloween. They just go hand in hand. They do lots of traps in Halloween, huh? A lot of people like to go to very popular tourist attractions on Halloween, and they get trapped in those places. And that's just a fact of life. Yeah, and they don't go back. They don't go back. It's terrible. Tonight I drank Best Damn Cherry Cola. It's just a alcoholic cherry cola. It tastes like cherry cola. Pretty damn good. Uh, tonight I had a, for the first time I had this uh, banana bread beer. It was uh, very good. It's true to the name. Uh, it's like having a banana bread beer. Also, I ate a whole rotisserie chicken. <laughs> <laughs> and and go, going, following on that rotisserie chicken thought, I've got an announcement to make, guys. You may have noticed that the audio sounds a little bit different for this episode. What's up with that? What the fuck does that have to do with rotisserie chicken? Yeah, what the fuck? Let me tell you. It doesn't have to do with rotisserie chicken at all. It doesn't have to do with that special sound box we made in our Fast 7 recording. No, no. The fact is, we've got a new studio, everybody. And it's inside of a rotisserie. I guess you could call it a studio. (laughs) It's got rotisserie chicken. It's got Kevin Dillon. It's got Kevin Bacon, who looks a lot like Kevin Dillon in the 80s. fucking Dilbert. It's got okay. it's got Dilbert. It's got the guy that makes Dilbert that thinks he's really smart. Oh yeah. It's oh. got some Cuban bread somewhere on that chair over there. Sean Murray from No Man's Sky is sitting with us here. Yeah. He he doesn't really want to talk right now. Yeah. But he's here. Han yeah. Han. He's he's whispering something in my ear. What's that? Oh, okay. Drunk movie bingo was a mistake. <laughs> wow. That's a fucking deep cut. Sean, Sean Murray. Murray. It seems like yeah. someone might have hacked his Twitter account. Yeah, I think somebody hacked Sean Murray. No, no, real life Sean that. Murray that's in the room right now. Some Westworld shit. Yeah. <laughs> he accidentally left his phone on recording and for some reason he just sent a tweet out of whatever is picking you up. Okay, Google. No Man's Sky is a mistake. <laughs> <laughs> Ryder Reno tweeting now. So wait, why, why is the audio different? I don't think we've got... Wait, did we explain why the audio is different? We're in a new stereo. We've we got a new stereo as... Uh, I, think, I, think, I think we mentioned it just briefly. Yeah. Like within the last two minutes. Mm-hmm. But yeah, we, we've got a new studio. We're, we're working right out of the yeah. Miami... Scenic Miami Beach. Red now. Bull Studios. We're going to leave this studio right now after this recording is over and just hit up like, I don't know, seven or eight bars because we can just keep it going. We party like that guys. yeah mm-hmm. it never ends follow us on drunk movie bingo on twitter so you can see all our crazy shenanigans follow us on vine at um oh no <laughs> you might see some candid pictures of us with uh you know prostitutes and strippers and oh uh the uh, the, the bourgeoisie and the proletariat <laughs> <laughs> We're all inclusive here. We're a movie Strippers, bourgeoisie. Everyone's invited. Fuck, I hope Robespierre isn't listening to this podcast right now. He's gonna get pissed. We're fucking, we're playing strip poker with Han Rand and fucking, and give me the opposite of Han Rand. Oh, the opposite of Ayn Rand is clearly <laughs> Joseph okay. Stalin. Okay, sweet. Oh, Bernie he's, Sanders. He's here too. Bernie Sanders, the most communist man ever to exist. <laughs> All right, guys. So this has been a recording of a podcast oh. called Drunk Movie Bingo. We hope you really enjoyed this. And we want to remind you, don't drink and drive. Don't drink too much. If you do drink too much, drink some water. You don't want to be hungover tomorrow morning. Yeah, just drink responsibly. Just be safe. Um, you know, drink a little bit of water before you go to bed. Make sure you're feeling all right. And um, if you, know, you have just, a lump, 
please have it checked out by a doctor, unless you are prone to cysts, and then maybe you don't have to worry so much. Be sure to follow us on Twitter, at Drunk Movie Bingo. Uh, make sure to follow us on SoundCloud. You're probably already listening to this on SoundCloud, but follow us anyway if you haven't yet. We will have a website coming out soon. We will have a brand new movie coming out soon. We've got a video game coming out soon. We're working with Sony, Microsoft, Hello Nintendo, games. Hello Games, <laughs> Goodbye Games. <laughs> we, we got it all, guys. So just, it's, it's going to be procedurally generated. Get ready for that. It's going to be blobby. It's going to have over five trillion podcasts. You'll never be able to listen to all the podcasts in this game. It's impossible for two, for two players, players to, to listen to the, the same, same podcast at the same, same time. time. What if they both end up listening to this episode, though? God, what if none of the mind. listeners know about No Man's Sky and its interesting intricacies? <laughs> anyway, have a good night, everybody. Uh, the selection is ribbed. <laughs> Tune in next week where we do The Grizzly Man. Who, who's that directed by? Werner Herzog. Oh, that sounds very interesting. Stay tuned for next week's episode on Grizzly Man. Uh, Check it out. Stay tuned for next week's episode where we uh, report live from the view from TJ Maxx. <laughs> <laughs> TJ Maxx, fuck us up. <laughs> TJ Maxx, love suck you, baby. My, suck my fucking clip. God damn, give me that Max. With Lava two X's. on these ribs. <laughs>